This is Climbing the Pocket News. All right. Here we are. We are live with breaking news. So thanks for joining us, y'all. It's our first time doing this. But uh, if not today, then when? Uh, like the inevitable. It seemed that, uh, you know, people, as we were getting to this point in the season, maybe we started to, to maybe get a bit comfortable with things. Bomani Jones even tweeted earlier in the week that, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins must have the strongest immune system in the world because with everything else that had been going on, he was like the one notable unvaccinated QB who did not end up on the COVID-19 list. Mm-hmm. And maybe he jinxed us. I don't know. But here we are. Um, you know, a couple days out from what is basically our last ditch effort on uh, on the season, and um, we've lost our starting quarterback. Kirk Cousins is out. He's been put on the the COVID nineteen list. Um, maybe some semantics involved. Adam Schefter tweeting out that Kirk Cousins had symptoms and self reported. Um, Zimmer basically saying that he didn't know if Kirk had symptoms or not, um, but that because Kirk is unvaccinated, he he gets tested every day. And so mm-hmm. to Zim's knowledge, Kirk came in, was tested, positive test. They tested Kirk again. It confirmed the diagnosis. And that is it. Kirk Cousins is out um, for this Sunday night's game against the Green Bay Packers. And um, Zim also poured a bit of water on the fun that folks were having out there on Vikings Twitter and in other places, basically saying Kellen Mond will not be getting the start. Uh, Kellen Mond will not be playing. It is Sean Mannion time. Zimmer says that, uh, you know, heaped actually quite a bit of praise on Sean Mannion, Uh, said that Sean Mannion is brilliant, um, is prepared, prepares every week like he's going to be starting, and that the team is going to rally around Sean Mannion. And so that's it. Dave, we got breaking news. Um, Doogie kind of teased it earlier this morning. Um, and then Schefter broke the news. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts? What were you thinking when the news came across that Kirk Cousins was going to miss this game? Oh, one, it is a perfect ending to the season. We will. We were all waiting for it. We knew it was going to happen last at the beginning of the season when the whole Kirk Cousins controversy of not being vaccinated, I will put up a plexiglass bubble. We will have team meetings under the goalposts in December and January if we have to. Blah, blah, blah. We knew it was coming. And today, when the news hit, it just literally made me laugh because we – That's the way the Vikings are. That's the way the Vikings go. They have for 60 years now. When the worst thing could happen, happens, right? It doesn't surprise us anymore. It's like Eric Thompson says, it can always 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 get worse. worse. And uh, Mm -hmm. the one thing I will say, though, is that there's been a lot of talk about the relationship between Kirk Cousins, Mike Zimmer, um, Mike Zimmer in his press conference, for to his credit, he definitely took the high road when he he discussed it because it was something that, you know, earlier in the season, Zimmer was obviously very upset about this. Like Zimmer was mm-hmm. pushing very hard to get um, the leaders on his team to rally around the competitive advantage, if nothing else, that you get 
from being vaccinated versus unvaccinated, the reduced time that you would have been out, uh, the testing requirements for vaccinated players to come back and all of those sorts of things. And he actually in July um, made reference to a, a situation that's similar to this one in that, you know, when Kellen Mond uh, basically had his issues over the, uh, over the summer and wiped out the entire quarterback room, uh, Zimmer alluded at that time that, you know, what if this was, you know, a meaningful game with playoff implications and how that could affect the team. And so at that time, over the summer, you could see it. Zimmer was very fired up. He wasn't happy that a lot of the leaders on his team had made the, the personal choice to not get vaccinated. Because as we know, Zim is a football junkie. Zim was almost was willing to go blind to keep coaching mm-hmm. football. So he's willing to sacrifice whatever it takes in service of winning. And so you could tell he was frustrated that players on his team were not willing to, to do those sorts of things and put their personal preferences aside in service of the team. And when he was asked about it in the press conference today, to his credit, he really did take the high road and, and kind of reiterated it wasn't just about winning football games. It was about the health and safety of his players, health their and families. safety of their families, making sure they're not bringing anything back from the facility, um, making sure that they're not getting sick, making sure that they're not having any sort of long-term uh, health implications that could come along with uh, with with getting um, you know sick from from COVID nineteen, and so uh, with everything that's gone on, and with Zimmer's history of sometimes taking jabs at players and things of that sort, um, it did seem in this case that Zim, yeah, he chose to take the high road um, versus maybe like the I told you so or you know this is what we were talking about or this is what we were looking to avoid. He didn't really do any of those things. Um, but I know that we got some cynics amongst, amongst us, Dave. And so oh, even yeah. in the group chat as it was happening, folks were basically saying that maybe he's politicking, setting himself up with the Wilfs. Look at how well I handled the situation. Hey, look, I told them that this would happen and it happened, but I'm still going to go out there and be a good company man and do this thing. How did it read to you where Zimmer kind of went out there and uh, just kind of took it as it is what it is, wasn't as fiery as we've maybe seen him. And uh Yeah. I don't think it was a surprise. I think he's anticipated this all season and how his reaction was. The only thing that I saw anywhere sort of different was the pumping up of Sean Mannion and hoping the team, I expect the team to rally around Sean Mannion come this weekend. It's, it's, I fully expected this. I think that's the, he's the kindler, gentler grandpa Zim type of mode and and there's I mean that's part of it so he comes across as more sympathetic uh, whether the Wilfs take this into effect we already know publicly there have been people that came out and said retain Zim because of COVID some big names have done that well now COVID reared its ugly head in the most visible way possible with your starting quarterback on the biggest game of the season being out because of it. So I think Zim, I think Zim did all right. Now, whether it gets him retained, I doubt it. I think all three of them are gone. So, Yeah, Mitch Gordon. Mitch Gordon. Uh, shout out to Mitch in the comments there. He's, uh, that's basically the argument that Matt Anderson and others have made, that uh, most of the issues that have happened to Zim and I don't know if I can go all the way that far but like most of the issues that have happened to Zim throughout his tenure have not been of his own making it's you know his starting QB's leg explodes Sam Bradford's knees yeah. uh, disintegrate uh, after starting out great you know, COVID and all of these sorts of things yeah. um, 
And so, yeah, it, there's been a lot of things that have happened through Zimmer's tenure that uh, have been out of his control. There are certainly some decisions that he makes uh, during the f- during the game on field management that have also reduced his his chance of winning. And then there's also the conversation that happens sometimes around whether or not players are still completely bought in to his message. You do have some players who leave on defense who want to come back and play for him. But, I mean, on offense, it seems like there's there's still something missing. There's still a little something there that um, we needs to be different. Teddy. We need something more. We need uh, – yeah, we, we seem to lack leadership on there. And, and had this Kirk Cousins news not broken today, that would have been what we were talking about. It would have been Justin Jefferson's comments yesterday and his comments that he made after the game around we need to come out fired up. We need to be more pumped up. We need to have more of a, a killer instinct – on the offensive side of the ball. And I mean, I don't know how I feel about the fact that, you know, our second year wide receiver is the one that needs to provide veteran leadership on the offensive side of the ball. Um, Porter asked, that's problematic. A reporter asked him yesterday, um, him being JJ, have you talked to Mike Zimmer after your remarks last week? And he goes, no, I haven't. <sighs> My leadership style is different. Your leadership style is different. Everybody's leadership style is different. All right. For me, as a coach, I want to be dealing with my players. Now, Zim said today he talks to his players every day. But I want to get it on a more personal level, find out how what makes them tick, what motivates them. Let, you know, so I can focus on that you know, and bring in elements that help that and then modify the team around that so that they all are getting what they needed, whether it's coddled or yelled at or whatever it is, to go. And the whole idea that he hadn't talked to Justin sort of bothered me because one of Mike Zimmer's faults is he's myopic on the defense, and he shouldn't be. He's a head coach. He should be a coach of the whole team, and that includes everybody on the offense. It also includes special teams and kickers. Now, I don't mind Zimmer being away from kickers, but <laughs> it's a whole team thing, and it's a whole team approach the Vikings need to take going into the future. And so hopefully Zim learns from it, and who knows, he may. He may go to the next team and take them straight to the Super Bowl. That will be the Vikings' way no matter what. Um, but it won't be with us, so... I mean, who knows? You know, Doogie hey, was saying. Hey, yeah, who knows? Will, we don't. The world still don't know what they're going to do. Um, and they can come They've out done some say, research. They've done some digging. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they don't know. And Vikings Jerome, it's Sean Mannion. They've let us know. Uh, Sean Mannion is the one who's going to start. Yep. Zim said, after a bit of hesitation, but he did say that Kellen Mond would be the we'll backup, be the backup quarterback. Yes. Um, which is also hilarious because, you know, Kyle Sloter and his family had no love lost for Mike Zimmer on their way out the door. So him coming back. Back is uh, well, also, I'm it, sure, something it, that makes it, Who made that to decision to bring Sloter back? That's I mean, a good that's Rick, you know? Because so he's on the 53. You know, He'll be dressed. Yeah, so it's, uh, as always, this team never disappoints when it comes to uh, generating content for us and figuring no. out, uh, <laughs> giving us something to talk about day in and day out. But, um, yeah, that's it. That's the news of the day going into, I mean, it's at this point, statistically, because of where we are and the issues that we've had and the situation we put ourselves in, the most important game of the season. Mm-hmm. But if we really go back and we handle our business against Cooper Rush, we handle our business against the Detroit Lions, if we're we not having these the conversations Cardinals, right now. Beat, um, we wouldn't be. And so, like, yes, yeah. 
This is the most important game of the season because we didn't handle our business earlier in the season. And for this game, which is the most pivotal game for us of the season, we will not have our starting quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Um, he is on the COVID-19 list. And um, you know, with that said, it's something we probably should have said earlier in the show. Here's hoping to a speedy recovery to, to Kirk. Now, mm-hmm. they did mention he had some symptoms. We hope it doesn't end up being um, as bad as it has been for some professional athletes. Right, um, where you know, Tyler Lockett's story came out today. Heart or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Yep, Tyler Lockett had his story break, I think, yesterday, where he talked about losing eight pounds and just the struggles with you know being able to, to catch his breath. Um, and so we're not going to get into the politics of, of any of it, but, you know, COVID's a thing. Um, you know, many, most end up escaping without major issues, but there are, uh, are quite there a few people a few? Who, who, who do end up developing longer-term complications. So our hope is that Kirk isn't one of those. Um, and, uh, and that's really it. That's all we had. Just a quick uh, hitting show to come in today. Talk about the news of the day. Kirk is out. Zim takes the high road. We play the Packers on Sunday. Um, and I hope everyone here was as sharp as Drew in the CTP chat to lock in the Packers at a minus a six point five before <laughs> before the line changed. But that's it. That's all. That is the show. Well, I got one more. Come question. back tomorrow. Oh, you got one more question. Fire away, Dave. What do you think the game plan is going to be Sunday night? I mean, we know what the game plan is going to be. I mean, this gave Zim everything that he needed to do the game plan that he wanted to do anyway, which is. We're going to run it to Dalvin. Heavy We're going to run it to sets. Dalvin again. We're going to run it to Dalvin again. Every now and again, <laughs> we might that. run it with Wu, but then we're going to run it to Dalvin. Madison might come in if Dalvin gets tired. Yeah. Dalvin's going to get all the touches. Um, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe Mannion just gets bored, starts you know, chucking <laughs> some up there, Case, Case Keenum style, because, you know, why not? But I expect we're going to get a heavy dose of Dalvin. We're going to make that defense have to tackle over and over and over again. Right. In the cold. And that's they'll nothing put eight guys in the box. And, and, yeah. and we'll bring in uh, Brandell and stick him on the line. And it's it's we're looking at a smash mouth running game because we <laughs> – I don't trust Mannion to throw diddly squat. Maybe 100 yards, maybe. So, so yeah, but, it'll be interesting. With that – Tyler Conn. Tyler Conklin's going to have a big game. Yeah, he very well could. Just a little slant across, you betcha. With that, you and I and Flip and Matt will be here after the game Sunday night live to discuss actually how that run game went. Before that, tomorrow, however, you get myself and fellow old blogger Darren Campbell as we talk uh, the pregame. Obviously, as of today, one of the subjects changed. So uh, we'll go from <laughs> there. I want to awesome. thank And last thing, the last thing I wanted to say is if you're watching us on Facebook, thank you for coming through. Thanks mm-hmm. for being a part of the Daily Norseman uh, community. If you're watching on Twitter, hop on over to YouTube, hop into the Facebook community. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, uh, subscribe, like, ring the bell, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. That's it. That's all. Thank you to all of you for riding with us through this whole year. It has been a ton of fun building this community with all of you, hanging out multiple times a week. Uh, I, I say that we have the best the best fans, the best community uh, around this Vikings blogosphere. It's so much fun to come in here and chop it up with you guys. The, uh, the comments are always a blast for us. Um, so thank you to all of you for, for always coming on and hanging out. Um, Happy New Year to everyone. If you are going out and being in these streets, be safe. Uh, and yeah, 
two old bloggers tomorrow, final score on Sunday night, late night, stay up with us, and then we'll go back through this whole thing again next week. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Dave. All right. Skull, everyone. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And if you're listening on your favorite aggregator, make sure you rate us. And always feel free to join the conversation here at Climbing the Pocket. Skull, everybody.